What's up, ladies and gentlemen? BC here again. Welcome back to another evening live stream. I will be maybe changing the time soon. I would eventually like to push it a little bit later so more people can come on. Um, but I named this one 2024 is a year of risks. Now, I named it that for many reasons. Number one, people are going to think, of course, in a negative frame because that's how most people think. They're going to believe that this is like a doomsday type of live stream, right? It's not. I'm focusing today's live stream on you, right? Because whether small, medium, or large in regards to taking risks, this more than ever is the year that you will have to do it. And the payoff will be bigger than ever. Okay. We've hit a lull the last six months and probably for the next six to eight months, right? It will be about a year total where people are retracting. People are scared, right? You saw that, that, whole uh facade last year and then craziness with you know the prices of gas going up and the economy and oh my god the interest rates went up right so whenever there's fear or they push this stuff right those who are prepared thrive but more than anything people begin to retract even some people at the top begin to retract meaning there's a lot more out there for people to grab in regards of market share opportunities right and a lot of that will be predicated on people's preparation and skill. But let's talk about the first thing, which is taking risks. I talk to so many business people and entrepreneurs on a weekly basis, and it blows my mind how risk averse they are. This is a newsflash for everybody. If you're risk averse, you don't like taking risks, get the hell out of entrepreneurship. If you're in real estate, turn in your license, right? And don't go after anything outside of the norm because you're not willing to do what it takes to get to the end, to the goal, to the finish line, to reach success, okay? Greatness, opportunity, risk, wealth, all this stuff comes with risk. All the stuff that you see on Instagram, YouTube, me, man, I, tremendous amount of risk that I took. I went from a professional athlete to getting into real estate. I've... I literally pushed to the side, right? Because I went to college and got a scholarship and all, all that shit. I remember, and this is a story I want to tell everybody. I remember when I got back from being overseas, it was very humbling because I went from chasing the dream and making the MBA to now having to be an average Joe. And if you've dedicated your life to anything, especially athletics, that is very tough on your psyche, okay? That's why it took me a year to get my shit together, okay? So I come back and even though I didn't want to, because it was pushed by my family, my parents, of course, because, you know, it's my parents, right? Get a job, right? So I remember I went and I started putting out, um, you know, resumes for a job. And I get contacted by Enterprise. Enterprise is the car rental place. This is a long time ago, guys. This is a long ass time ago, right? And I remember I go on the first interview, okay? And I start hearing from the lady, yeah, you're going to be working six days a week and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, okay, I'm going to be working six days a week. I don't care, but I'm going to be making like 28 grand, right? So they call me back for the second interview. I don't show up and I contact the lady and I say, you know what? It's not for me. Sorry. That was a pivotal moment. I could have gave up. I could have said, fuck it. Let's just get a job. I could have taken that route, but I decided against everyone's advice to take the risk and say, you know what? That's not for me. I'm going to go for something else. 
You see, I'd made that decision a long time before. But when the moment came, I even attempted to go the other way or what people told me. And I, I was like, man, no, I'm not going to do this shit. Work six days a week and make fucking 28 grand. Get out of here. Right now, if you're doing that right now, kudos to you, man. If that's what you chose or that's the step on the ladder that you're on to get up, I'm not dissing anybody. I just said, that's not for me. That's not for me. So you fast forward and eventually I get into real estate not too long after. And, you know, some of my first checks, the first one or two checks I got almost right away, almost added up to that amount of money that I would have made for a year working that job six days a week, 12 hours a day, 10 or 12 hours a day. Nuts. But let's take a look at that example that I just gave you. The person getting the job, there is no risk there. The person who jumped into real estate like me, got the license, spent the money, was out there hustling, knocking on doors and making calls. There's risk in all of that. Therefore, the payoff that comes with it is handsome. It's amazing. Okay? Just through some of my streams of income already, I think this this year, I'm already at 10 to 15,000 already, right? And it just keeps coming in. I just got another payment for 2,500, right? I've put myself in this position through all the risks and all the things that I've done. So now what I'm living in my reality and my experience is what I deserve for all that work that I put in. You see? So people have to look. And, and at every level, I remember, I, even when I got into real estate, I was told, get a coach right away. And I'm like, shit, I don't have any money. But I got the coach. I paid $1,000 a month and signed a contract. And it was tough some of those months to make those payments, believe me. But I knew that was the right thing to do. There was, it wasn't, well, sorry, I don't have any money. It was, okay, I'm signing up. And then, okay, I'll figure it out. And many people that I talk to aren't willing to do that. They'll bitch and complain. Oh, I want something for free and this and that. Dude, at every level, there's a risk that you take with your life, with your money, right? With your ego, right? With your reputation. All of this shit is risky, right? When you go and let's say you start creating content online, you don't think that's a risk? You might get harassed. People might diss you, right? I've had people send letters to my clients. Letters. Written letters saying, I'm a piece of shit and this and that to people that I listed their home. These people would go out of their way to find out the homes that I listed and send hate mail to my clients. That has happened to me, right? But that's the risk that comes with what I wanted. Meaning, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to put myself out online. People are going to like me. And guess what? Some people are going to hate you. Just like there's a lot of people who hate me. That's fine. You see, but you can't have the recognition and what comes with it without both. There's a risk. Technically, there's a risk when I go door to door that someone's going to stab me or shoot me, right? When I make a cold call, somebody might really complain or come after me. There's risk in all this stuff, guys. Now, you can sit there and analyze it and say, well, I don't know. Or you can let your fear take over, like most people who really want what's on the other side of it, but they won't do it. For whatever reason, and they make the excuse. So again, if you're not willing to take the risk, me or no one else want doesn't want to hear the bitching and complaining because you didn't get the result. Period. If you don't take the ri the risk, forget it. Just shut up about it. Nobody wants to hear it. 
and stop telling me and other people that you want to be successful and that you want to grow because you don't. You're not willing to take the risk. And I like saying this to people's faces so they get it. Because if I have somebody, I'm going to say, say it out loud. You're not willing to take the risk. Just say it. And then we'll be done with it. But don't sit here with a straight face and tell me you do. And then when I give you the steps and the solution, you don't take it. That's on you, dude. Now you're full of shit like most people. You are, right? But then when someone like me comes around and makes people say it, oh, well, you're a dick. No, I'm just making people admit the truth and see reality, get out of their delusion, right? And understand the situation for what it really is. Because the chickens will come to roost, man. And the real world will always reflect back eventually what the reality is. I remember for years, people talk shit, oh, this guy's fake, this and that. Well, look, 10 years later, guess what? I'm thriving, I'm alive, and I'm doing my fucking thing, and we continue to grow. And that's with all the forces outside of me trying to stop me with the censorship and all that, and I'm still here while everyone else fell off by the wayside. And all the people that used to talk shit about me are either like, uh, you know, being attacked legally, being, uh, you know, they're being sued and all this other shit. And here, they try to make me the bad guy this whole fucking time. Interesting. Interesting. And believe me, I've had a lot of people fuck with me. You guys don't know um, half of the shit that I've shared. But I don't want to share a lot of it because I don't want to complain. And eventually some of these stories will come out and you guys will hear it in the right context and at the right time. But I have a lot of people behind the scenes trying to fuck with me and my businesses and what I do. You guys just don't hear about it. Now, I know they can't stop me, right? Because, again, they're on quicksand. It's just personal you know, hate against me. It's all opinions or I don't like this. There's nothing credible. It's not like I'm screwing people over in business or doing shady real estate deals. I've never done that. It's never on that, right? It's the old tactic that I told you guys. If you want to try to destroy somebody, instead of coming at you factually, right? What they do, what they do is they try to attack your character and make people not like you. Because in most cases on this planet, if somebody doesn't like somebody, they won't listen to anything they have to say, even if they're a genius. Because now all of a sudden, well, fuck that person. I don't like them. Look, look at the world right now. They've done that with every political figure they didn't want, right? Or whatever it is, right? A movie star. At some point, you've seen that, whether in your family, on the screen, in the media, where instead of attacking people with facts, they attack their character. And in most cases, it's fake, but just they twist it in a way to get you not to like them. And when you don't like them, you won't listen to them right? That's an old tactic that's been going on for, for eons. And people try to do it with me. Now, it doesn't work because when people actually listen to me, right? They're like, oh man, this dude is cool, right? And he actually has something of substance to say. Because whether you like the tattoos and the fact that I cuss and all that, you can't deny that what I've been speaking about online for the last 10 years doesn't have substance. You can't tell me that shit. And I brought in a new angle that other people haven't. And I made this in our genre popular. I was one of the first people to do that a long time ago. Not the only one, but one of the first. And I ushered in a lot for people. Opportunity, right? I made it cool to be a realtor. All that shit. I started fucking 10 years ago. Now, again, I'm not trying to take credit for it. But I was one of those first people that did that. Right? You, you, don't, think that's, you don't think that's risky? Right? A lot of the shit I've done is risky. You see? But that boldness and the ability to do that and step up and actually grab life by the horns is what has allowed me to be in this position. And I will continue to grow and thrive. The haters can come, you know, the challenges, all that shit. It doesn't matter. It's not going to stop me. It never will. 
Think about most people. You think the average person, if they built up what I built, right? And this, again, these stats that I'm giving you are for like five, six years ago. 200,000 on YouTube, 50,000 on Instagram, all this shit organically without spending a, a penny on ads, right? All that organic growth. The average person, if they had what I had and then had it stripped away from them like I did unjustly with all that censorship and demonetization bullshit, right? You think You think they would keep doing what I'm doing? You think they would keep going as hard as I do in spite of that being against me while I'm on the same fucking platforms rebuilding? No, no. Because in that case, technically they would have every right to complain. But guess what? I'm doing it again. And then if they deplatform me again, I'm not going to stop because whatever is the platforms that people are on, I'm going to stay on. And I will always have a voice on them. And I will always keep growing and building like I always do because you can't deny the ideas and the value. Right, just like I told you, what was it like a couple weeks ago? Hey, these live shows are starting to get more viewership, right? It gives me a lot of watch time. Okay, cool, let's do it. Because once this channel gets monetized again, forget it, dude. It's gonna explode like my last one did, and it will. And I'm gonna sit here saying, remember a month ago when I said it? Two months ago? Yep. And we're still here. You see, but it's this energy and this attitude and this confidence that's what wins. That's what have. People buy from me, customers, right? Real estate, online. When I speak, people listen. It's this energy, right? That's what it is. And that's why many of you tune in because you would like to have that spark of energy for yourself or something about me you would want to acquire for yourself. Fair enough. That's why we watch people, listen to them, and want to learn from them. Of course, that's what we want to do, right? But when I say the risk, where is that line with you? If you say, well, I want Brian's confidence, so what are you doing to get it? Have you actually come next to me and said, hey, bro, teach me? And then whatever I tell you, hey, it's going to cost you this much money or take this much time and you have to do all this. Are you going to say yes, yes, yes? Or, well, no, never mind. Can you just make a video, right? Because that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And I question people's commitment and discipline all the time, all the time, all the time. Because until you have higher examples of excellence around you in these categories, you really don't know where you're at. If within your peer group or where you're at or in your city, you're the man, cool. But how are you compared to the, the men, right? Whoever's the man in other cities around you. If they're 10 times what you're at, right? But you need to be around them more. Put your ego and pride to the side and say, man, I need to learn from these motherfuckers because they're 10. I thought I was the man. They're 10 times ahead of me. Shit, right? Because that desire to get better is what keeps that lifeblood going through you and coursing through your veins and wanting you to do more and keeping you happy, right? And keeping you optimistic every day. When you have nothing to look forward to and you're not working on anything and you're not risking anything, well, guess what? You're going to get old and gray, right? It, it, uh, even, it happened yesterday, right? When I tell people how old I am, everyone's like, what? There's no way you're that old. I don't believe it. Most people still think I'm either 30 or in my 20s, right? And I'm going to be fucking 40 soon. But I tell people, yes, I take care of myself, but it's because I want to live life right? And I'm going after it like a child. I'm going after it like a kid, right? Like the kid that's stubborn. Oh, you know, I want to be an astronaut. It doesn't matter. That kid's willing to risk it at that point, everything to try to achieve the dream of being an astronaut, regardless of who tells him otherwise. But nowadays, someone's like, oh, I got to pay five bucks to do this. Never mind. We have people, instead of parking their car in a VIP for a couple bucks, they'll park their car a mile away and walk and then brag that they saved themselves 2 or $3. Are you kidding me? 
Really? It's not a brag, my friend. That's pathetic, right? That's, that's a complete misunderstanding of money, of time, and of all these things we've been talking about. And then people will brag about it. It's crazy, right? So what are you going to do this year to everybody watching life? What are you going to do this year to take risks, right? Like, here's a great question, right? Shout out to Dino, right? He joined the Agagi and he was in my precise communication challenge. How do I start posting online? My friend, you just post. You just post. Post anything, anything. Introduction video, property tour video, right? Talk about the city that you live in because I know you're in the Bay Area and Cali, right? Shout out to the Bay Area. And just, just do it and start. Then we can have a discussion, my brother, on how to improve it. But just put anything out there. Otherwise, we just dwell on the question and nothing happens, right? Have I ever had any legal battles? Um, no, I had one client like, and this was shady that they did it way back in the day when I was new in, uh, in real estate, tried to involve lawyers with like a deal, right? Because they wanted to walk away from a deal, right? Uh, one of the parties wanted to walk away and they wanted to create like a little legal battle. So it wasn't against me per se, but it was in the transaction that happened. Uh, one time, right? Um, but that was it. Lucas, what's up, bro? Let's go. Appreciate it. BC for president. I don't think so. <laughs> no way. All right. Here we go. I've been doing circle prospecting. Yeah. There you go. Do not call numbers with no issues. Of course, there's no issues because people don't understand, right? If you don't understand the do not call list and you're in sales, go study that shit. Go study it and you'll see that for many of you and what you're doing, it's not breaking the law. Why do you think I never stopped making phone calls and cold calling and doing all that stuff, guys? Because I wasn't breaking the law. Why do you think I would willingly give my information out to people and I've never been sued or fined for breaking the laws of the do not call list? Because nobody actually looks into it. They just use that as an excuse. I'm not saying Justin does this, but they use it as an excuse to not make calls. Well, it's illegal. Is it though? Have you looked into it yourself? Most people haven't. Do you think Aspire Suits are the same song and dance? Yes, they are, Justin, 100%. They're the same. 100% they're the same. No difference, right? So how about diet and lifestyle? How about in your daily life? People, and this is what, because people always ask me too, right? Because I know how the internet is, right? You just joined the Agagi. Awesome, Seth. There we go. Yeah, of course. You're welcome. Of course. I always have an option that's affordable for people. People ask me all the time, right? I don't really follow the hive mind of the internet. I don't give a shit, right? But everyone's always asked me like, oh, hey, BC, you know, like uh, one question I've gotten is about the blue pill and the red pill about like relationships or uh, male and female, right? Now, I don't subscribe to either pill because uh, there, there's a lot of, I don't even, haven't even looked into it, right? So I don't even know what the fuck it has to do with anything, right? But this is an issue that I'm seeing online, right? And this is associated with risk is now what I see between men and women online because the content that people either have sent me or suggested, it's almost like each gender is like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And all they do is complain. Yet you simple-minded motherfuckers don't realize that you need each other. For us to continue reproducing as human beings, we need a man and a woman willingly engaging in a relationship and having a child, right? Now, I've chosen myself up until this point not to have kids, right? But I understand that dynamic. That's why I understand the female and I've studied social dynamics and I've improved my communication, but I don't sit there and bash women or I don't approve of women bashing men. It's stupid. What we need to do is understand our nature and act accordingly, period. And the people who want to deny that, then forget it. 
right? But for you in your own accord, right? Talking about taking risks, you should be out there talking to the opposite sex, especially if you're a man. You can't make it, well, you know, the girls complain or they might put us online. It doesn't matter, dude. You're going to use that as an excuse to completely cut off your sex life or future with relationships? That is asinine. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. It doesn't. And what you see online isn't reality, y'all. 99% of men or women aren't with this bullshit, right? I meet decent men and women literally on a daily basis, but I talk to a lot of people. I don't sit there on my fucking phone. But it's easy to sit on your phone and regurgitate shit and, and watch things and then share it instead of going out there and talking to real people in the real world. Because that, that's really my theme for this year. Get out in the real world. Take the fucking risk. Knock on the door. Make the call. Shit. Right? Like Seth just joined my program. I don't know if he joined a program before, but if he hasn't, kudos to him. He took the jump. Right? But what are you doing? Right? If, if you're a dude right now who's single, who wants to be around women, you should be talking to girls every day. Get used to rejection, man. That's the beauty of like what I teach in real estate is simultaneously while you build your business and make a shit ton of money, you handle these life matters, like being able to handle rejection. And if you don't handle rejection by taking risk, you will live a very shitty life because you will be afraid to do anything or speak up or do anything, right? So... You have to take a look and take stock of where you're at right now and say, do I need to take, because many people think they're taking risks, but they're not. And then they take a little bit. Like someone's like, hey, I watched your stuff about going door to door, bro. I went out and I knocked on five doors today. I'm like, bro, five doors ain't shit. You might as well have stayed in your car. If you're not knocking at least 75 or 100, stay home. Like this isn't a dip your toes in the water thing. This is jumping head first. Stop. Because then people will pat themselves on the back and everyone's like, oh, good job. That wasn't a good job. That was a half-ass, oh, I knocked on five doors. Give me a break, dude. You mean to tell me your emotions are stronger than your intelligence? Well, then you're, you're not a very uh, developed human being and you have a lot of work to do if that's the case. You can't tell me your emotions are crippling you. It's just a convenient excuse. And everywhere you look, everybody does the same thing. That's why you need to get around a bunch of badasses who don't use that as an excuse and use their emotions to move forward because that same emotion you feel is what I feel, except I use that to thrive and go harder while everyone else uses it as an excuse to go home and sit down and give themselves a pat on the back. It just doesn't make any sense, right? But are you putting yourself in the position where the risk makes sense? Meaning, everywhere you look, if everybody was taking a risk, if everybody was speaking that language and getting after what they want, there you go, right? Is it ever a bad strategy to assume the sale? Of course not. Just join the Agagi. Seth, you the man. Dylan says, women need men for leadership and safety. But men really, do men really need women outside of sex children? Well, yeah. I mean, if we want, um, if we're going to get down to the whole, well, men built the world and all that, well, of course, we wouldn't need them to survive if you want to make the argument on that level, Dylan. But if you want a relationship and you want a child, well, yeah, you're going to need a woman. You can't do that with yourself, right? With women, I'm only afraid of rejection because reputation damage and the gossip that could come from it. Well, see, that, that, that's, that's, uh, that's bullshit. What do you mean your reputation? And what do you mean gossip that could come from it? Who cares about gossip? That doesn't damage you at all. Neither does getting rejected damage your reputation with women in the world, dude. That, 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 that's a gross overestimation, my friend. 
No one cares. No one cares except us, the person who's getting rejected. Nobody cares, bro. Right? I wouldn't even care if me as a person, let's let, let's play the scenario where me as a YouTuber, I approached another YouTuber and she rejected me. I don't care if the whole internet made videos about it. It wouldn't do anything. All it would be is a bunch of trolls coming to me and, oh, you loser. But I would that wouldn't affect my business. That wouldn't affect anything. Potentially, if I'm weak mentally, it can affect me. But that's it. It's not going to affect my ability to sell or anything else. You think I'm going to be sitting there with a client, Dylan, who says, well, I would buy from you, BC, but that one time a year ago, that YouTuber rejected you, so I don't trust you, right? When we, when we logically discuss these things, they make no sense. It always comes back to us. We will say things or use talking points that other people have given, but at the end of the day, it's us. In Dylan's example, it's us not being able to handle the rejection. That's it. Because I would even go out to say, that the benefits outweigh any risk because of the resilience that you build, the character that you build, the confidence that you build, the communication skills that you build. Because this is this is the thing about dealing with human beings. Even if you don't study people or read books or do coaching or anything, just going out there and talking to people, you will learn a lot about the world. Why do you think I give people the benefit of the doubt, y'all? Why do you think I have such an optimistic viewpoint of this planet? Because I've interacted with thousands and thousands and thousands of people that 99% of people will never reach that number. And I know what it's like, what their emotions are like, how they treat people. And I get a very good sense, generally speaking, of how people are. And it goes to 100% the opposite of what the internet says about the human beings, men or women. Now, that's not to say that shit doesn't exist, right? But it's not conflated to the point that people make it out to be. Oh, everybody's racist. Everybody's a piece of shit. No, they're not. People are generally good. Other women could hear about the guy who got rejected by some chick in the same social situation and couldn't it drop your perceived value with them. Not really, dude. It only does. It only does if you're a creep and it's some extreme situation, right? And you did it a weird way or that girl is spiteful. But even then, that damage or you know, issue is very minimal, bro. It's literally non-existent. It's literally non-existent. Most of what you're saying, bro, if other people have said it and you haven't experienced it, it's freak situations or extreme situations, bro. They don't care, dude. In that, in that little extreme environment, maybe her friends might not entertain you, but go back a week later and they probably will. You get what I'm saying? So um, great question though, bro, because this, this is a real life thing. That, your ability to relate to the opposite sex will affect your ability to communicate. If you're afraid to talk to a girl, well, you're going to be afraid to make a cold call and do everything else. You're going to be afraid to do you know, a business-to-business call or something else because all that stuff is tied in to our psyche right, and everything that's in the depths of our soul to know what we're presenting to the world because when you go out, you're, you go out in the field, you go out in the world, you're presenting and projecting externally everything that you are internally. So if you're confident in yourself, you have self-belief, you know you have communication skills and all these things, well, you're going to walk around like a beam of light. I walk around smiling with my chest out all the time. And I can tell to some people it throws them off because they'll look at me twice and be like, wait, this person doesn't doesn't look like the average human being, nor are they carrying themselves like the average human being. And they'll assess. And sometimes I make a comment and we talk because I notice them noticing me. You see, but that's all the vibe and the energy. But internally, I've done a lot of work. I came from a worse position internally than many of you watching me are right now, probably. 
especially if you're new, maybe even worse. And I got to the position that I'm in. Right? Seth says, seems like the minority of the world is exploited on new social media, causing us to have a misconception of the majority. Bingo. Bingo. There you go. There you go. Right? True. Very well said in one, one sentence. See, but most people won't believe that because they're in their emotions. Or they'll say, Seth is a bad guy or Brian is a bad guy because they don't like me on a personal level or someone told them something. Right? It's silly. It's silly. It makes no fucking sense. Right? But to, to Dylan's point again, I would rather be the one who risks it. Remember eighth grade, y'all? Middle school? Right? And being afraid to go talk to a girl. I remember those days when I was really young, but I did it anyway. Why? I didn't care if I got made fun of. Because you know what I would tell everybody around me? I said, at least I had the balls to go talk to her while y'all are sitting here giggling like little schoolgirls. I had the balls to go talk to them. You didn't. So you can't really make fun of me. Because eventually you fast forward now, compare my ability with women to them, night and day difference. They're, they're still those people that made fun of me. They're still the ones that if we go out together, I need to approach the girls for them because they don't have any game. Zero game. Zero communication. And when people say game with women, all it is is communication skills. That's it. I don't want you guys to think it's some fucking gimmick. You see, but that same thing, I don't talk about it in that context, even though it's popular, because it's translatable to anything. And I would rather you focus first on getting your shit together and making money than going out and chasing ass if you're a guy. Build up your value, build up your communication skills, and relating to the opposite sex, getting relationships or whatever you want will become easy. Easy. Because most dudes, right, and vice versa, women with men, they just, they're not comfortable communicating with the opposite sex. That's what breaks relationships, and that's what stalls people in being able to, right? Because they don't have the confidence in the skills. Now, the skills will give you the confidence, but you have to build the skills, y'all. It's simple. It's simple. Then you have choice. And it's a beautiful position to be in when you have choice. Now you're not operating from scarcity anymore. Now you're not attached to the outcome. And now, now you're not giving into all the bullshit and emotional stuff, right? It's just like with me, right? With girls. When girls try to play games with me, I cut them off and I don't talk to them anymore. That's how I am. And most dudes will engage with it. Why? Well, I want to get laid. Stupid. You're not a high value dude if you're doing that. That's retarded. Why the fuck are you playing games? Seriously. You have no other options? Why would you deal with that madness? E to even say, well, she's hot, so I'll deal with it to have sex. That's weak, dude. That's pathetic. You need to check your internal state in your character if you're going to do that, right? And that's just one scenario that I can give you. It's the same thing with being blunt about who you are and what you do. So I'm very upfront with women when I meet them, what I'm about and what I do. So they know, you see? And if they choose to walk away, I'm fine with that. I'm not attached to the outcome. Because if she doesn't like it, then the next one might like it. I don't care. You see? But what do people typically do in social scenarios? Well, I'm only going to put my best foot forward. I'm not going to, I'm going to hide these things. Only weak people hide things. Right? Yep. Totally agree. Perfect. I learned to approach women getting rejected at bars. Cool. Hell yeah. Same shit. Sales and seduction are one and the same, my friend. Focus on success. Yep. Yes, sir. Give me six hours to chop down a tree. We'll spend first four hours sharpening the axe. There you go. 
What do you mean by playing games? Well, silly stuff, right? Like think of an example where a woman got, uh, for no reason at all, got overly emotional with you, right? Like I remember one time, um, you know, some, some girl I had gone out with, she, I think she messaged me on Instagram like the next day or two days later. And, and you know, when people message me, sometimes I'll just double click it to heart it. And because I didn't message her back or write something, she got in her feelings. I stopped talking to her after that, right? Now, if she wants to come back and talk to me and reinitiate, then we can talk. But it's little stuff like that that I see as playing games. It's silly. It's like, why would you get mad at that? I didn't even care to ask. I just stopped talking to her and I moved on. It's silly, right? That would be an example of me of playing games, right? Flaking, it could be too. If it's a disingenuous flake, sure. Leaving me on red, I don't care. I don't care when people respond to me, right? Like if you take an hour or two to respond to me, I don't care because I'm, I'm the same way, Dylan. Sometimes people message me today. I won't get back to them for two days because I'm doing a lot of shit. So I can understand that, right? Um, but on the opposite, if she's upset that I'm not responding every 20, it's like, dude, well, baby, you got the wrong guy. I can't respond in 20 minutes. I don't have all day for you. Bye, right? But see how I do that with, potential relationships and women. I do that with my life. I run my business and my life the same way. Right? That's how it is. But everyone tries to pick and choose. Well, I'm only going to work on this category or that category. No, dude. It has to be universally applied and developed. Not just one. You're not going to be the badass with you know business and then every other part of your life is just going to be in shambles. And what will people do? They'll go to the extreme. Well, there's this one guy I know. Fuck the one guy. I'm talking generally speaking. And people want to skip other stuff to try to only be good in that or they think they can. It's silly. That's stupid. That's a very immature way to approach life and a subject matter that you want to master, right? You didn't have to type the question again, Dylan. I saw it. But Dylan said, I'm not afraid to talk to women. I'm afraid to ask for the number. Not sure why. It doesn't matter why, dude. Instead of figuring out why, Go ask for numbers. That's the best answer I can give you, my brother. I'm, I don't want to sit here and philosophize with you as to why. You're afraid of rejection is what it is, but go out there and do it, right? Go out there and do it. Ask. Because if you really want to get out there and get a woman's number, you will. You won't make that excuse. If you really want to, bro. Like I'm talking like your loins are like, yes, I want her. You will do it, bro. You won't make an excuse. That's just the reality. Right now, this is the key, and I want to add on to this. It's healthy for you to fear rejection. You know, uh, a woman telling you no, that's normal. Every man feels that, my dude. The question becomes will you still move forward and act in spite of the fear? That's what separates the men from the boys. Because that same feeling you have, I have, but I get the number and I do as I please versus you use it as a mechanism to stop. So if, if the if the advice and, and the talk becomes around, how do we get rid of the fear? You don't get rid of the fear. You act in spite of fear. That's the answer. Because that happens with everything. Cold calling, building a business, right? Uh, going to that meeting where you're going to pitch and potentially make a million dollars. We all have fear in all those situations. But again, it's the risk. I got to take the risk to ask for her number. If she tells me no, fuck it. I learned something in the process, right? Because sales, women, you're going to get rejected, bro. I know I'm fucking great at what I do and I know I'm a phenomenal fucking speaker and I'm a great man, but not every woman wants me, dude. I still get rejected too. I'm not fucking perfect. Even though I know as a man, I bring a lot to the table and I know I'm smooth when I really want to be. But again, I'm not every woman's cup of tea. 
I'm still not going to, you know, bat 10 out of 10 with girls, right? It's just the reality, bro. It's just the reality, but we have to accept it. So I, you, every man will get fucking rejected. It's just a matter. Same thing on the phones or at a presentation. I can't get 10 out of 10. And I know I'm fucking good. I know I'm good. I know I'm good, but I still can't get them all. You never will. You still will get rejected. You still will be told no. You still will lose the sale. It happens, man. That's life. That's life, right? Cool. Courage is moving forward while feeling fear and nerves. Yes, it is, Justin. Griff says, I appreciate the live sessions. Thank you, my friend. What's success rate with women if you had to estimate? Well, what are we talking about, bro? Getting numbers, having sex, right? I don't know. But I don't know, dude. Um, I, don't, I don't know what the percentage is. It's way better than before. But I mean, I can't. I can't say, oh, you know, half the women I talk to, like, I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'd have to start keeping tabs to give you an accurate amount. But I know this. For me to get into a conversation with a man or a woman, but a woman get their Instagram or 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 create some kind of connection, very high, right? Very high because I'm good conversationally. I've talked to tens of thousands of people. I know what they're going to say before they say it. That's just skill. It's not because I'm special, right? But yeah, if I go after 10 girls and I want their numbers, I'm probably going to get most of them, bro. Now. 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, no. Now, probably most of them, right? But see, even though I can't, I'm not doing that all the time because I'm not chasing ass like most dudes. I'm too busy building my life. Just like if a woman comes into my life, I completely change her fucking life. I can employ her. I can teach her a lot, right? I can completely change her life, mentor her, and give her skills, just like my last relationship, right? So it's different when you're in this position. We don't chase ass primarily. We live our life and build our purpose. And then if we happen to find a woman who aligns with it, boom, you bring them in, right? Cool. I'm about to wrap up here, guys. Um, is battling, is is your batting average with women about the same as co-calling physicals and expires, give or take? Um, no, much better. I get rejected more in real estate. That's for sure, man. That's funny though. Cool. All right, guys. I appreciate you coming on. Um, we have everything in the description. If you haven't seen it, right? I got my Instagram there. I got my website here on the banner. I, I didn't turn it on today. But yeah, hit me up if you need anything. Um, I will be continuing these sessions. I like doing them a little bit longer. I may be changing the time. I don't know. But every time I post it, I do schedule it on StreamYard. And I think it shoots out a notification to everybody. All right. 2024 has already begun. But this is the year. Commit to taking risk. If you don't take risks, we don't want to hear the complaining. And we don't want to hear the stories about why you didn't make it this year. Go after it, right? Not for anybody else but yourself because no one's going to care if you go after it or they're not. If you go after it or you don't, no one's going to care. No one will. So it's up to you and it's on you to do this thing, all right? See you guys.